that top down shit. Cruising on the motherfucking highway doing your goddamn thing. Ain't worried about a motherfucking soul. Just do you, baby. Retro player, player, and 64. Cruising USA Exotica, I need some bows. Hit the floors, cause I need that flower in this hoe. Nintendo Power with the power, you gon' run the show. Flow heavy on beats like a tampon. Shorty wasn't sucking dick while your man gone. Hit it once, now your ex wanna stand off. Getting buck, hit the Chuck Norris, now you're dead wrong. Retro player, player, and 64. You ain't cuffing, get these hundreds, I'ma tell a hoe. Welcome everybody to Jeff versus the World presents a Billy and the Hipsters Sports Talk Podcast episode number nine. Uh, we're gonna jump right into it, but as always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on? Nothing much. I'm just still dealing with the info you sent to me before the show started. I mean, they make sequels to everything these days, so I'm not that surprised. Yeah, that was. It's been talked about for a long time, but uh, yeah. Uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, this week wasn't a good week for my Vikings, and I need to have that. I've calmed down. I can talk about the game rationally. Um, what I saw in that game was what I've been seeing all season when it comes to our losses. Uh, is that they don't trust they don't trust Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> the dark, the dark. Why, why, why don't they trust Kirk Cousins? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make that sinister laugh, but just the way you said it, and then you didn't say anything else. I, I mean, know. there's nothing much more to say. Um, it was in the fourth quarter. I think they, I think Kansas City was down by six. So this is before they got their two field goals: the one to tie and the one to win the game. Um. It seemed like to me that play calling was, I don't know, don't hurt us because it's like it was like three and maybe three and third down and thirteen yards or something like that on one of their series, and he just throws a little two yard dunk, but he had time to throw the ball. But I'm like, wait a minute, nobody nobody throws a three yard swing pass like Kirk Cousins. The dark horse MVP candidate in the National Football League. He wasn't he didn't complete passes when we needed him to complete passes. It was just like and not to mention during the game, it was uh third down and six. And he scrambles, nobody's near him, he slides before he gets to the first down. <laughs> All he needed was one more yard. It was like nobody would have touched him. He was in no harm, no danger. And I'm just like, uh And when you were when you were texting me talking about this bozo Matt Moore is out playing a $34 million man, I was like, just you know, relax. And then I would remind you like Andy Reid has a way with backup QBs and it helps because they have offensive weapons. But then Kirk Cousin has offensive weapons too, so I don't know. They fired. Remember, you guys fired Filippo last year because he didn't run the offense. The guys, the way you guys wanted, and I mean, here we go now. Um, and just like, just just looking at the numbers, you would think, oh, Kirk Cousins, you know, he had three touchdowns, but he was a nineteen for thirty-eight. And it was just like those third-down passes, or he'll just put us in a situation where he didn't make it easy for us. And then you look at Matt Moore numbers, and it was like, okay, you managed the game. 25 or 35, 275 and one TD. 
like okay I, I understand why Matt Moore you know is in the position that he's in he's the you know pretty much the back but Kirk Cousins is uh, but another thing also too is our defense is mid we let too many big plays happen <laughs> yeah I saw I saw one of them thanks to um <laughs> red zone right because you would send me text like a damn defense I'm like what are you talking about not six to the game and then I saw, I was like, eh, you know, those, these things happen. Oh, it's happening a little bit too much for us. And I get it that the defense is pretty much a defense that stayed together, and but it's an aging defense. So we're not going to play like we played two years ago or one year ago. I understand that. But these big plays, man, are hurting us. And this was just a game I think we could have won. And going into Sunday, having to play the Cowboys, and I got to hear all this nonsense about all these <laughs> from Cowboys fans. I just got really irritated that day. Sunday was a bad day. Yeah, it's it's just one day, and trust me, it seemed like everybody else, almost everybody else in the division, had a bad day too. So that's why I say it's a long season. As long as you guys in the hunt, don't worry about a game. I mean, it's still like you know disturbing signs there it's just one game it's no you know and it was a close game so yeah. i know mahomes didn't play but you played whoever's on the schedule whoever's under the snap the sun will shine on kirk cousins another day <laughs> well uh, one thing i'm happy is i didn't have to hear that dark horse nonsense uh this <laughs> this monday or tuesday he tied his shoe and chew gum at the same time could he win the mvp <laughs> yeah but to be fair, there were worse quarterbacks that played this weekend, and we played one of them. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it had like three yards at halftime. Oh, that game the was total three. It was it was interesting listening to how they were talking about Mitchell. <laughs> Trubisky, uh, oh, you know, you just roll him out, let him run, let him use his legs. Yeah. I'm just Look like, the, he threw a great pass that led the, that led the receiver out of bounds. <laughs> he threw great poise and getting the ball away. I was, I watched that game, and within five minutes, I'm like, they're not losing. Even when they got kind of close in the second half, I'm like, they're not losing this because this man cannot. He's a quarterback that cannot throw the ball, and that's a problem in football. If you're you're a quarterback, and you can't throw downfield. I'm watching this, and I'm like, ooh. You know, people always bring up Deshaun Watson. They could have had Pat Mahomes, too. Yeah, yeah, they could have, couldn't they? Yeah, they could have, but it was kind of like, you know, Mahomes. They said he may not have been ready, so, <laughs> which is funny in hindsight. But, no, they always bring up Deshaun Watson. I'm like, boy, all that systematic racism take away your greatness because – Y'all, I see another another greasy freebooter that's running around doing squat. Mitchell and, Trubisky is a poor man's T-ball. Mishy, mishy. Yeah, somebody called him. Like, it's the draft. The draft pick didn't make sense when they did it. People forget that they traded up with San Francisco to make that pick. So they gave up a lot to get him. And people were like, why? No, no, he he might be something. He got tools, and it's like, yeah, if your tools broken, you ain't building shit. And that's exactly what they got on offense. Like jack shit. Like I'm, the Eagles ain't even blitzed that much. And Jim Schwartz was like, we'll blitz this guy because he can't handle pressure. And more than likely, he's not gonna beat us with his arm. And for the most part, you know, second half, 
a few blown coverages happened, so they got some points there. And Eagles fans, you know, they go, oh, the season over, blah, 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 and all that crap. But I'm like, this, I was never worried about them losing to the Bears. And just because, I've, like I've told you, Eagles have difficulty with teams that can move the ball downfield quickly with passing. The Bears are not one of those teams. Like, they have weapons, but the, court, the person driving the weapons is, he ain't got it. <laughs> and they have to decide what are they going to do with it because it's kind of like, you know, you don't want to write someone off too soon. But I haven't seen anything to say like Mitch Trubisky is going to have it in that situation. Like Matt Nagy didn't draft him. And he tried his best to, like, work around him. And, you know, he's from the Andy Reid coaching tree. So, you got, you get, I don't know if he's as good as Andy Reid or Doug Peterson or, like, Frank Wright. But you see that there and it's like <sighs> – you can't go one direction. What you going to do, Jeff? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I did. It, that didn't hit me till you said it last week that he could only throw <laughs> in one direction. And I'm just like, how did he even get drafted? And then, you know, we went through that. Why? The reason and why. Uh, it's insane. Yeah. I do want to talk about the Eagles issues because that receiving core got some problems. And Deshaun Jack, and it's funny Deshaun Jackson was in there, and just the threat of him being there opened up the the whole offense. And then now, you know, he played like two series. They took off for caution measures, like oh, you know, maybe he'll rest. He'll be back for New England. And then the next day, <laughs> tore the abdominal muscle off the bone surgery. Ugh. Worse than it had, like it was a slight tear in week two, and he tried playing it and it just made it worse. So more than likely, if he comes back, it wouldn't be until the playoffs. So now they just have all Sean Jeffrey, who I don't know if he's hurt, slow, hurt and slow, because he out there looking like Patrick Ewing on the magic. <laughs> it's just like like people are getting mad because he dropped like three first downs. That like kill drives, like three separate drives that got murdered. And they, you know, and he wasn't even the worst receiver they had because Aguilar, you've seen the memes and gifts. So you already know. Mac Hollins hasn't got a pass. He hasn't caught a pass in September. And we're in November. And he's one of the starting outside receivers. So, yeah, Carson Wentz out there with tight ends and running backs. Like, mom, I feel like I'm back in college. Yeah, you would think, you know, the way some of those receivers uh, chirp on Twitter and to the media that they will perform a lot better. But... I mean, that's are. a speed receiver open up the entire offense. And I know people say you put all your eggs in one basket. And it's like, no, when the season started, the receiver core was considered a strength. I mean, Deshaun had a freak injury, and he going to probably miss the whole year. Same thing happened with Mike Wallace. He broke his ankle like week one or week two, missed the whole year. And the same thing happened last year. Nobody would thought Alshon Jeffrey was going to age in dog years. It's not like he's 34, 35, and he just looks – I don't know if it's injury, but he just looks washed. Like he was never fast, but he just looks slow. You got a slow big receiver that don't catch dark skin Kelvin Benjamin. And Kelvin Benjamin doesn't have a job, so you tell me. <laughs> and yeah, like that's an issue. And I know people talk about Josh Gordon and it's like a lot of people skipped out on him and I think part of it's coming in. You hear Josh Gordon's name, you still think of certain things. And it's like he hasn't really proved down the field in quite a while. It's just be glimpsed to pieces. And it's not like New England had this great receiver core either. 
and they decide to let him go. So what does that say? People tend to people tend to ignore that part. Do you do you think y'all would even try to touch Antonio Brown? <coughs> Should they? Yes. Will they? Um, I don't want to say never, but from the way I know, they asked Doug Peterson about it. He said, you know, we need improvement there, and he normally doesn't talk like that. So I find it highly unlikely. I know a lot of fans and people saying like you need somebody because that offense is not that offense needs speed on the outside they do not have speed that's the issue and as long as the issue you can just play up on them like Carson Wentz has to do too much magic to like make stuff work with tight ends and running backs and swing passes like that only goes so far and they aren't the Patriots and even then like they only like you run into a team that shuts that down you got your franchise quarterback playing with one arm tied behind his back so I would do it. I'm like, what's, you know, he goes in there, it works out, it doesn't work out. If it doesn't work out, so what? You didn't lose anything. If it works out, you're in there. Because keep in mind, like 10 and 6 or 11 and 5 can win in division. And right now with the schedule set up, like after New England, Seattle, the rest of the schedule is basically Miami and division games. So they can easily run the table and win the division. But they can't do that if like they're playing hamstrung. Like the defense is getting healthier. So that's bad. So that's doing good. Um, so I don't know about Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins, you know, fans wanted them, to, wanted him to get more money, like get a um, renegotiated longer contract, and the Eagles decided no. And that's starting like a good move because, yeah, looks like he may not be back next year. Let's put it to you that way. Well, um, who do y'all got next week? We have a bye week. And after oh. that, we play the Patriots. Congratulations. You got a bye week. You get to rest. Um, yeah, so it's going to be real interesting for us. We will be going against Dallas in Dallas. Um, Sunday night? Yeah. They always play when it's Sunday night, Monday night. It's always a home game for Dallas. It's, it's funny how that always works. Thanksgiving, too. It's like Jerry Jones just has some pull with the league. But that can't happen because the league hates the Cowboys. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I don't know which uh, Minnesota team going to show up. It should be interesting. Uh, and the lights will be bright for Kirk Cousins. We'll see which Kirk Cousins show up. But as his, history told us anything, <laughs> it's going to be some bad Kirk Cousins. You never know. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's kind of like one thing about the league is a lot of times you don't know. Like you watch some of those games. Like, you know, New England, Baltimore, people wonder what happened when New England played like a team that was actually good. And we found out Baltimore beat the brakes off of them. The game was not the game was not as close. The only reason that game was semi-close is because Baltimore had two straight turnovers. Otherwise, that game wouldn't have been close at all. Like, New England had no – it was kind of like one of those movies where a white school plays a black school. Like, what's going on with these boys? <laughs> Like they had, they act like Lamar Jackson came from Mars. Like they had no idea what to do with Baltimore on offense at all. Isn't it? Isn't isn't it funny? Isn't it funny what happens when the coach says, "You know what? I'm going to take this quarterback, and he may not be your your stand in the pocket, uh, one two three read pass quarterback, whatever." 
and work around all his strengths. Isn't it funny how that works out? Yeah, that's what happens when you're smart. And it's funny because John Harbaugh said itself, like, I know why y'all say it's about him because he, he fits certain he fits certain stereotypes. And I ain't, I ain't got time for this. Like, I'm going to use him the best way I can to maximize him, not to make you guys feel better about yourselves. And they out there and it's working. They don't let ego and pride get in the way. And they just punched New England in the mouth. Yeah, because I am. Over and over and over again. And it's like, boy, it's a lot of teams in a certain way now. And you know that was the Eagles pick, right? Lamar Jackson? Uh-huh. They traded the Baltimore for like an extra second-round pick. And that's fine because, you know. Yeah. I didn't want them to pick him, and people were surprised that New England didn't pick him. They picked Sony Michelle instead. But one of the benefits was trading that pick prevented the Giants from picking him. Mm. And I would not want to be in a division with Lamar Jackson and Saquon Barkley on the same team. So that's one benefit. But no, Lamar Jackson, for all his people wondering about if he could throw the, you know, if a Heisman Trophy winner could actually throw the ball in the National Football League, it's like, yes. It works. He's the he's the real deal. They have a future there. They're building around him, and that team is dangerous. Now, speaking of somebody about, uh, well, not dangerous, the Cleveland Browns. What happened? You mean the the team led by the um, <laughs> uh, Joe Pesci's cousin? You remember? You remember? Uh, what was his name? Was it Hugh Jackson? You remember he took all that uh, slander? Mm-hmm. And now look where we're at. The wet band, you mean the quarterback like dressed like the wet bandit? Oh, he looks that team. Uh, and he just out there running. I don't know what's wrong with that team, but it's at the top. That team's a damn. That team is a damn mess. Like Baker Mayfield looks. <sighs> Odell Beckham's gonna shoot somebody. <laughs> I'm just watching. I'm watching his body, like, and he is trying his best not to like be mad or like throw a temper tantrum. But it's like you got one of the best receivers in the league, and he never gets the ball. Never. Ever. He can. He, he can't. He don't see him like that. I think I watched with the last what last um for the no the last their last series when they got the ball and they needed to score, and it was like maybe third or second down, and they show Odell Beckham get open and throw his have his hand up. He never looked his way. Mm-hmm. And it just happens over and over and over again. And like they got all these weapons. I think Kareem Hunt is either back or coming back soon or eligible to come back. And it just looks like a mess on offense. And it, <sighs> yeah, that it's funny about that draft. You know, it was quarterback heavy. You see him, Sam Darnold, like he saw ghosts in that. Like he needed exorcism <laughs> now. Josh Rosen. And you know Lamar Jackson's laughing at all, and Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson's laughing at all of them. And I, re- I, I remember, they, I, I think Baltimore got criticized heavily for picking Lamar Jackson, and I was just we like, Joe Flacco, he's a, he's a lead. What you need Lamar for? You gonna do this gadget stuff and not another die? But no, it's funny where almost every team got criticized <coughs> for their picks. Because I remember people were worried about Cleveland. Cause like, Baker Mayfield was not considered number one pick until the week before the draft. And then all of a sudden, he came one because people thought he might have been too small. Josh Rosen was too smart. Sam Darnold looked like a drunk. <laughs> Josh Allen was too damn raw. And, like, Lamar Jackson was just wasn't whatever, you know. He was black. That was basically the issue with him. He was black and he wasn't 6'5", 240. 
because basically you have to be you you won't get slandered if you black if you big and black and even then it's kind of like Cam Newton got slandered and Jamarcus and Jameis got rightfully slandered but it's like yeah when you black you got to deal with certain things but oh, no don't forget Haskins no that's this year oh what's this year oh yeah no yeah. Mm-hmm. and Jay and Jay Green came out well I didn't really want him but the owner made me get him <laughs> good thing to say while you out the door but no it was funny we were quarterback we had three guys named Allen and I'm like that played quarterback. I'm like, boy, if that's not a symbol of America, a white guy named Allen playing QB, like, which one? I don't know. Kyle, Luke, David, Josh, Mike. They all maybe look the same, play the same. And it's just, yeah, one of the things about having league passes, I, you know, more, most of the time, it's not the Eagles. I'm watching like Red Zone and I'm watching glimpses of QBs. And I don't know. Some of them, like, you know, I love watching Deshaun Watson because you never know what he's going to do. Like Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers, normally on a good day, which he didn't have Sunday. Mm, It's fine. But some of these jokers I'm watching, I'm like, they just want to oh, look at the poise he throw. What, he threw a a hook route? It don't take much for these announcers to get excited. And it's just, like, amazing. I'm like, y'all just getting hype over every last day. Oh, like I, like I, I never saw a drop kick before. <laughs> so I saw you talk about some of these QB. I'm like, no wonder the quarterback plays so bad. Well, let me ask you this because I asked you this uh, maybe two weeks ago or maybe three weeks ago. How do you feel about the 49ers? <sighs> um, still don't know. Same. I'm still like, I don't know. I mean, they're they're as good as their quarterback's going to lead them. I feel like when they're playing against a quarterback that's better than them, they will we will find out because they still. I mean, they played who they played. Do you trust Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't know. The answer is no. If you say I don't know, then the answer is no. That's like you know, that's like oh, digging this girl. You trust her? No. Because if you did, the answer is yes. If it ain't yes, I don't know. I'm not sure. There's nicer ways of saying no. The answer is no. They don't. Tr- you don't trust them. The coach doesn't trust them. And it's like you know, people. You know, he got picked because he had a good muff, got all that money, and now it's like, oh, I don't know. But we'll work. We'll make it work. They'll coach around him, and they. Kyle Shanahan is a genius, and boy, George Kittle's a monster. Yeah. Like I, I like I remember like seeing highlights, but not really watching them because I was like I was wondering like how did Zach Ertz not be all pro and he broke the record for um, catches as a tight end and it was like Kittle one and I'm like hmm and I pay attention can I like eh, I don't know but it's like watching him like one he's an excellent blocker and he's like a wideout like he moves like it's just they and they know how to weaponize the hell out of him and getting Emmanuel Sanders definitely helped because now they have a receiver like they got the defense. More or less, and they have a good coaches in offense, but I don't trust teams that's held back by the quarterback. Well, you know what? Looking at their schedule now, seeing the games they play, it looks like it looks like now they'll be going into the meat of the top of their mm-hmm. schedule. So they got the Seahawks. Uh, they'll be playing the Packers, Ravens, mm-hmm. Saints. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. they're getting to the meat they of their schedule, lose, and they could theoretically lose all of those games, and then we don't know. It's the same thing like people talk about New England. It's kind of like you're beating a bunch of nobodies. And 
I know Eagles fans like, oh, we're going to get blown. I'm like, why? Like, stop going. Like, it's not the same Patriots team. And it's like, their defense was great because they, be, they were playing bums. If you watch anything about Tom Brady, he, he, yeah, he on the down. We talked about this last week. We talked about this since we've been doing the show. That man is old. And he looks old and he plays old. And Bill Belichick's been trying to hide as much as he can and all that nanomachine bubble water shit. I <laughs> <laughs> don't take it. It was like hitting jello and all that crap. Yeah, I saw a Baltimore guy on his ass too. I'm like, <coughs> it's not going to be an easy game, but it's a home game. They can beat that version of the Patriots. Because the Patriots doesn't have like, you know, they don't, they're not known for like deep threat you know threats yeah their system they're like methodical and systematic the eagles defense can handle that more or less like rob mccrowsey is not there to torture them like he was there before so i like their chances against and then it's like no one's gonna think eagles gonna win anyway and you know philly like back against the wall we underdogs and da, 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 da. now they get blown out 48 10 the statement never happened <clears throat> i'm saying that now so you make sure you delete that. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's really not too much else to talk about. And so one more topic that I wanted to hit as far as football is that I don't know if it's a thing just being on uh, Twitter doing football games and maybe you can help me out. And maybe it's a, maybe all social. Maybe it's just people in general. But why is it that we're so quick to react? Even myself, we're so quick to react during games. Is it because like we have that easy access of, oh, I just want to tweet something or I just want to say something? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly why. It's the reason why we share everything, why we take pictures of our food. Like we don't know what the food looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that's the society we live in? That's why <clears throat> you ever notice when I'm watching sports games, I'm on Twitter. I don't tweet about the games that much. I just watch. Yeah. Because I one thing I realize is. Twitter will have you sounding real stupid because <laughs> you just tweet everything that happened. You just say whatever comes to your mind. You don't think about how it's going to sound 10 minutes from now or an hour from now, even 30 seconds from now. You just got, you know, it's thought process. Oh, he sucks. Let's trade him. And it's like you take a step back, you calm down, you sound stupid. Like as an Eagles fan, I laughed at should Howie Rose would be on the hot seat. Wow. Oh, did we make a mistake? Should we sign Carson Wentz? No, you damn dummies. No, you, you did not. <laughs> But people say that because, like, Philly has a negative attitude come to sports anyway because they just do. And negativity sells more than positivity on the East Coast. See, they don't like that whole, you just a shill for the team. But, no, people just say whatever come their mouths. Because there's no consequence. None. You saw you saw all those screenshots I sent you? Yeah. That's every, that's every week during the game. You would have thought the Eagles were getting blown out. They were winning. Exactly. That's why I was like, wait a minute, y'all winning. What's happening right now? <laughs> it's easy. And no, because we got one more story. I don't think you're going to get out without the other sport we're going to talk about. But no, oh, no, it's no, just, no. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about it. <clears throat> but no, it's just they can't help themselves because, like, yeah, they won the Super Bowl, but still. Ain't, ain't no but still. They won the Super Bowl. They went to the playoffs last year. It's a good, decent chance they went to the playoffs this year. The Eagles had one of the best records in the league since, like, 2000. They've been a consistently decent to good team for almost 20 years. You would never know, listen to those fans, you swear we was Browns fans. 
oh, they're bums. They've always been bums. They're always going to be bums. I'm like, you seen the Redskins? <laughs> like, you seen that? Like, it's been a, it's a lot of bad. Like, the Eagles right now, like, an average to above average team because of injury and whatever. It's a lot of bad teams playing. A whole lot. And yeah. it, I, I think it goes beyond, like, I don't know. Like, you you send me the screenshots. You send me things that a lot of Eagles people say. But I just know it's like, it goes like this with the Cowboys. The Cowboys could be winning. And you get tweets from fans that just don't make sense. Like, what? I mean, fans are dumb. <laughs> I mean, that's the... That's the thing. It's like, yeah, sports fans are dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's just the nature of the beast when they talk about sports. Because it's like, it's they have a limited knowledge, and they swear it's enough for them to make the comment. There's no consequence. Like, what happened? To, you know, I'm wrong. So what? They just be wrong on Twitter and get laughed at. They'll just keep on being wrong. They just say whatever comes to their mind. Like, they're... People don't get fired over their words and actions on Twitter, so they just say whatever they want. It's not just Eagle fans. It's, yeah. I'm the sports fans, and especially football fans. Out of all of them, football fans tend to be rock, rock-headed morons, like compared to other fan bases. Because um, basketball fans, like they say more stuff in joke, and you see some ironic things here and there, but they tend to be more level-headed on social media. Football fans, shit, like no. I'm like, you gotta be the dumbest. <laughs> Dumbest jokers I ever seen, and you go on their Twitter page, father, husband, <laughs> Christian, go birds, go light. No, if your Twitter page is a picture of a dog and Carson Wentz, and you ain't Carson Wentz, I don't want to hear shit you got to say. Like no, <laughs> you know it's a picture with them in a Wentz jersey with a dog. <laughs> like I saw one page, and all his comments. Which just related to Carson Wentz about how much he sucked. And I was looking at, and I looked at him for like 30 seconds, and I just started laughing. I'm like, how, what's in your heart? You go on Twitter, and that's probably a burner account, and your sole purpose is just to go online and tweet about how Carson Wentz sucked. That Carson Wentz doesn't know you. He will never meet you. He's doing just fine. And you just stare in front of your computer. Rich asked me, you know, Rich was talking about how Joker's gonna make a billion. I'm like, I see football fans. I'm not surprised making all that money. Because at first I'm like, who's going to see this movie over and over again? And then I go on Twitter. It's a lot of angry men on Twitter. And that's right up their alley. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it it really is. And it's kind of eye-opening when you think about it that way, too. Because, yo, I just be thinking some people are depressed. And football is their outlet on Sunday. And it's cool. I get it. Hey, that's your thing, football. So be it, but relax. Football is not a perfect. Football is a game that's not gonna be played perfect, just like basketball or anything other sport. It's not a, you're not gonna do make a hundred. Yeah, it relaxes until they bring up Colin Kaepernick. Oh boy, stick to sports. <laughs> I'm like, no, you be having guys that was coaching dodgeball last year and they getting a job, and Kaepernick gonna have a job. Like, I don't want to hear all that, but no. Football's a funny thing. But speaking of violence, let's talk about some basketball. Look, first and foremost, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, one thing is good that this, this happened after we had recorded. So that was one good thing. Because this happened the day we was recording. Ugh. What happened the day we were recording? What happened, Jeff? Look, so 
the 76ers played <laughs> by Timberwolves. They beat out they beat out Timberwolves, but they beat the brakes off the Timberwolves in more way than one. And but I'll give credit. You said Carl Anthony Towns had to stand up for himself and be a man. You know, yeah. stop being bullied. Stop letting these big bad foreigners from you're supposed to be from Philly and represent man up and he came there and they ran up the rocky steps and all that and I was like yeah we gonna see y'all <laughs> y'all think shit's sweet cause y'all way back home and I'll say this Joel Embiid is just he's clubber laying in real life <laughs> he is not he just a, he just has a way of just antagonizing people he's, and he's a bully it's fine <laughs> yeah he's a bully and I'm watching the game and it's you know they're beating them because they're just bigger. Like I said, what's going to happen? And I'm watching like a fast break with Tobias Harris and Al Horford. And all of a sudden, I'm hearing it. It's about, oh, it's a fight between. I'm like, what? Because all of a sudden, people start standing up and they weren't showing it at first. You see them running toward the camera swing there. And I'm seeing Carnegie Town swinging on the beat and be trying to choke them and they rolling around. Jeff T trying to break up the fight by pushing them beat. <laughs> and Ben Simmons. I'm sorry, the peacemaker, Ben Simmons, calming down Carl Anthony Towns with his hands, aka putting him in a rare naked chokehold. <laughs> Seeing Carl Towns tap, I'm like, boy, Jeff gonna have to deal with these jokes for like three days. He didn't. He did, He was not tapping out. He's like, yo, let me up. Like, he got bad. Stop saying. He, bring, bring the bell, damn it. <laughs> Yo, no, he, wasn't really, he wasn't really trying to choke him because if Benson was really trying to choke him, Carl Tan, Carl Anthony Town would have been would have been asleep, and they're friends in real life, so he was trying to calm him down. It's just funny. That's the idea. Of calm down. Let's see. We see how cops calm people down. That's why I was like, eh. it was even funnier just watching that. But no, I laughed because we talked before about how you know Philly playing goonball and being bullies and stuff like that, and how Minnesota gonna handle that. I didn't think it was going to, you know, dole tell into that. So, I Which, it it was like they said, it was bound to happen with them too cuz I didn't know like this is I knew it was like last year, but I didn't know this is like been an ongoing thing between, you know, them mm-hmm. two on social media. So, yeah, eventually oh. you know it's going to oh, spill speaking over. Speaking of social media, yeah, cuz they go on social media and talking they shit. Yeah. <laughs> To the hey. fact that Embiid got in town to mention talking about you always been a pussy. Don't make me, you know, let me put your business out in real life. You know who told me all about you, and you know who was Jimmy Butler. Like they got an extra game suspension because they talking trash on Twitter, and Instagram. That's the league we're in today. God damn, Jimmy Butler is sale from Dragon Ball Z. Just <laughs> <laughs> laughing at all this in Florida. And speaking of that, Sixers fans start getting no light. We know you miss Jimmy Butler. Let that go. Because he brought him up like three or four times this year already. Like, I got to be a leader and be the clutch team because Jimmy ain't here. And I miss Jimmy. And it's like, they only played like half a season together. Bro, this is your team. Forget, like, I know y'all might be cool or whatever, but fuck it. He's in Miami. Like, okay, whatever. I'm just trying to figure out. Like, I know he misses J.J. Redick a lot. And they played together longer. And I see that. They was like best friends on the team. And that part I miss. The Jimmy Butler thing is like, I guess they're both troublemakers. So they just gravitate toward each other like Randy Orton and Edge. Probably. But, yeah, who, who knows? And it's just funny seeing that. And 
you know, they finally lost last night. You know, Phoenix was Phoenix is a good team this year. Devin Booker was was out of his mind. So and forty points, right? Yeah, Devin Booker always scores against the Sixers, and that's that's too hard. How you stop him? Like you don't. That's why he makes the money he makes. It's hard to stop great players to score, especially guards. And you know, it be missed the second game suspension. That's fine. Sixers fans complain because they enjoy complaining about, you know, Ben Simmons. They're not going to do anything if he don't shoot and da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, they just lost their first game, and they lost it because Embiid was suspended. They'll be fine. Like, I know you guys worry about Ben Simmons, and if him and Joel Embiid get along, if they friends, like, in real life, it's like, you saw when they had a fight, what happened? Like, you know, when Towns and the B was there, Benson was the first person doing something. Al Horford's there like, man, y'all need to grow up. <laughs> right? He was like, man, come on. I ain't got time for this shit. And I just want to say a quick thing. I don't know if we have any Celtics fans watching him. It is a revelation watching Al Horford because I didn't know he still had ups like that. Him yamming on people, catching alley-oops and hitting threes. We used to, it's, it's funny, as a Sixers fan. We used to make fun, not of Al Horford, the player, but the idea of Al Horford, because he was like, he's always in the right spot. He does the right thing. Yeah, like imagine cheering for Al Horford, the all-star game. That's like bragging about eating a salad. Like all those jokes there, because it was like, you know, fundamentals, intangibles, blah, blah, blah. Like we knew he was good, but it's just so nauseating here how people talk about him. It's different when you cheer for him, because I'm seeing that, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I see you got there, and it's just kind of like it's it's a luxury having Al Horford in the team because now you don't feel like when B misses a game, it's like oh, we're gonna lose. It's like you know they're they're fine for the most part. So I never. It's, it's a funny thing. I didn't think I'd be cheering for Al Horford, and yet here we are. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> and for any other, any other teams caught your eye? How bad some teams look. Um, no, only thing the only thing that I can really think of that sticks out for me is that uh well first before that, just before my Timberwolves, if you ever wanted to know how much uh Carl Anthony Towns meant, uh look at the last two games and look who was shooting. And yeah. So I mean Andrew Wiggins didn't save the day, he didn't step up and be a man. You know, when we played y'all, I I you know I knew y'all being long and being bullies. I knew that was going to be a problem. But watch, uh, watching the clips of the uh, Bucks game and Giannis out there without Carl Anthony Towns on it just made it look silly. And we were beat by the we, – we gave a valiant effort in the first quarter. But after that, it was like – the Bucks was like, let's stop playing with these jokers. And it, it was, that was exactly what happened. They just beat us down too long, too big. Play to your advantages. Like everybody can't be Golden State, and some teams try to do that, and, and it works. If, if you have the talent for it, it works. Some teams lean into what they have, like Milwaukee. <coughs> whole thing is, we got Giannis. We surround with shooters. Philly's whole thing is, we just gonna be bullies. Like double down on what your advantages are, and make the other team, you know, overcome. If they beat you, they beat you. But they gonna beat you at your game, not while you playing their game. Minnesota's thing is like, yeah, Andrew Wiggins. We, we're tired of talking about Andrew Wiggins. Like, you know what he is. I know what he is. They know what he is. They stuck with him. It's kind of like his career is set in stone, but he doesn't feel like he has any 
you could the thing here's the thing about stars like role players can change and improve over time by practicing on stuff that that happens all the time but stars who tend to prove you can tell like it you know it's like it's gradual improvement from year in and year out it's not this whole i'm 30 years old and then all of a sudden i start doing something role players do that like you know brooke lopez all of a sudden i'm shooting threes it's not like like a player like andrew wiggins if he was going to change he would have changed by now mm-hmm. you know he has not changed like he's basically he's basically doing the same thing he's been doing his rookie year just more of it yeah you're absolutely right and somehow he got a fat contract somehow because he looks the part that's why it's the same it's the same thing we deal with in football with quarterbacks same thing he looks the part he may be something. Same thing about oh, he's a you know he's a swing man. Al, he's Al Harrington. How many times people talk about Al Harrington's potential? He's twenty nine years old. You know, one day he might do something. <laughs> Can't play eight years. You still talking about potential? Like everybody's not Jermaine O'Neal, where he sat for like three or four years and then finally got time to do something. Like no, you got to show something. Sometimes it takes a long time. It took Steve Nash a long time. It took Dragic a long time. It took Cal- like it takes guards a long time. But for the most part, it's kind of like by year three, you kind of know what you got, more or less. Like it's some outliers. I say this as a Sixer fans who watch Ben Simmons and people wonder like, if he even cares about shooting jumpers. <laughs> so if I, it's funny saying that in irony, but it's kind of like you can kind of look at a player sometimes. You kind of know like he's not Pascal Siakam. Like Siakam's improve, in, you know, almost logarithm on like a logarithm each year. Like he adds a little something each year. Kawhi Leonard's the same thing. Andrew Wiggins is the same guy, and y'all gonna be stuck paying him all that money. So God bless you. Yeah. Other than that, too much in the league hasn't surprised me. Um, you sure? What about Golden State? I mean, that's what I was about to say. Other than Golden State, basically playing. <laughs> playing players that wouldn't be playing if the everybody had stayed injury free, but that's wait, that's fine now. But they had Steph Curry. I'm watching some games. It was like they were losing like 40 points at halftime. They oh, well, you know what they were doing? They were getting a break speed off them before Steph broke his hand. How many so, games did Steph play? Two or three? At least more than that. Wait a minute, they only played six games. So you might have played okay. Figured they played more. You might have played like three, four. I know one. Of the, well, I know one of them games that I was seeing. Basically, he, you know, he he a defensive liability. So they were just abusing him. He, you know, he ain't got help no more. It's it's funny hearing that because people were making them jokes like, oh, now Steph Curry, he gonna find a higher route. So like, Steph Curry's older now, and it's like he's older. Draymond's er, older. Clay's it's not just like Durant's not there and Clay's not there. It's like Kevon Louie's not there, Dallas not there, Levinson's not there. None of that depth is there. Yeah. Now you got a bunch of you know, if you if Willie Cauley Stein is gonna be the player that you waiting on to save the day, your day is a bad damn day. And look, they won three rings, you know, they got that brand new stadium that paid, you know, that ring's paid for. They made a lot of money. Steph Curry's going to the Hall of Fame, can't take away his MVPs and ring, he'll be fine. He's just gonna have to, you know, he's just gonna have to struggle this year. Treat it as a lottery year. Like, don't come back. Clay can just go somewhere, drink beer, and chill. 
see if you know, see if you get LaMelo Ball and run it back next year. There's no point in running this year. I'd be more worried if I was the Houston Rockets because <laughs> for all the, you know, because Russell Westbrook has been a revelation. He's adopt, he's adapted his game to match Harden and Harden doing his usual thing. That defense is abhorrent. Did, did, I don't know if I seen that screenshot when they was down. It was like they were playing Miami and it was like 52 17 or some nonsense like that in the second quarter. Like, <laughs> their defense is horrible. I don't know what Mike D'Antoni doing, but I hope he's working on a resume. Like, to, like um, their new owner is not a patient man to begin with. And, you know, they fired a lot of staff, and people were surprised that D'Antoni came back. That team ain't stopping nobody at all. Well, this seems like a uh, regular um, D'Antoni team. But they had the defense, though. They had a regular D'Antoni team on the offense. Like, they, they were prided on their defense. And that defense is not there. And, you know, you don't have a deep. Their offense isn't good enough to outscore anybody. And they're playing in a conference where those two L.A. teams still exist. And Portland exists. So, and Utah exists. And Denver, with their fat center that came back even fatter than before, still exists. So, you trade for Russell. You don't trade for Russell Westbrook to be like, you know, a six seed or a fifth seed. That's also true. Oh, I, I didn't notice that the Warriors won last night against the Trailblazers. Yeah, Eric Pascal. Thirty-four up, points. Oh shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thirty-six. Sorry. Yeah, had a good. You know, one of those leagues. People get hot. You like who's this guy? Like you know, who's a Kendrick Nunn on Miami, undrafted because he has some domestic violence issues potentially, allegedly coming out dropping twenty-seven points. Be like, oh, Pat Riley done it again. He found the gym. I'm like, yeah, it's a reason why he found them too. You, y'all ignoring that part. So let's not, you know, let's just remember why he was undrafted. It wasn't like, oh, we just for, we just slept on like he's Isaiah Thomas. It's kind of like he had warrants. Yeah. Um... Speaking of warrants, before we go, you know, some people getting knocked for um, performance and has been in the NBA recently. Uh, then somebody from the Hawks just get knocked. John Collins just got knocked. Yeah, they they got they watching y'all. They watching after, y'all after, after eight after eight and got some. You used to get like one every four or five years, and people used to make fun like you know no one to use drugs in the NBA because people don't care. Like people assume that's what LeBron with the Miami doing this during the winter time, <laughs> and it's kind of like you know basketball. It would help for like people say okay it's a. Flip side of both because people say, of course, you would need that because it's kind of like recovery is important in basketball, and that's the most important thing. The flip side has been like they basketball players been talking about low management. That's why healthy players been sitting out. So it's kind of like you know if they use this stuff, they wouldn't be taking off you know ten games just to rest. I'm sure it's people. I'm sure it's people using, but people don't care in basketball for some reason. Because they just don't. They don't care in basketball. They don't care in hockey. Like baseball and football is where they care about it. Yeah, that's true. Like I've oh. never heard about a hockey player. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not, a, I mean, because it's kind of like, you know, you got to be real, real serious. But no, and basketball has never been somebody like DeAndre Aiden is the number one pick. So he was high for a And it's never like a superstar. Like yeah. Rashard Lewis was like the last star that got knocked. And it was after, and it was like, 
don't know if it was a downswing of him being an all-star, but like around that time. But it was like, trust me, it'd be a big deal if um, Kawhi Leonard got knocked. And just, hey, like, you know, <laughs> like what happened? So if it was like a superstar that got knocked, it'd be a big deal. And it'd be on around the horn. PTI, people wonder, like, is it time that we tighten up stuff? You know, people talk all silently, talk about drugs. You know, we got to talk about the integrity of the game because Bill Russell would have never used that. I'm like, Bill Russell couldn't go to certain, certain water fountains. You think he'd get steroids? <laughs> like, like, what, is, like what, are we, what are we even talking about? Like, he can't even get in certain hotels. Of course, he's not getting performing enhancement drugs. What, chitlins? Like, come on now. It's that same thing when they talk about, oh, we tweeting now. You think they be tweeting back then? Yes. That's like saying, that's like saying, oh, you would have never saw Oscar Robertson with a cell phone. Listen, Michael Jordan punched. <laughs> <laughs> he punched Steve Kerr in the eye. You need me to believe that. Uh, they wouldn't be on Twitter talking trash. Of course <laughs> yeah. they would. They talk trash on TV and the newspapers. Like this whole. Yes, if Bill Lambert had a Twitter account back then, he would have used it. This is that whole old generation back in my day stuff, and they ain't really fighting. You don't want to see basketball players fighting. Basketball players fighting is what people's like, oh, we can't have these black people fighting. People. We can wrap up with this. You remember the Miles and the Palace, right? Yeah. Did you watch? Were you watching the game? I wasn't watching the game. I saw what happened on um, ESPN. I was actually watching the game. I was just home, just watching. I was watching the game, and I just remember like it was a one-sided game, and I'm just sitting there just relaxing. And then I saw it happen. And I was like, and I don't think Twitter wasn't a thing. You know, and I have anybody talk to, like I talked about with school later. I think I was in pharmacy school, and I'm watching. I'm like, wow, this is a fight, fight. <laughs> you know, like, and they fighting fans. I'm like, this is like some movie. Like, boy, people will get sued. And this kind of like David Stern is like, you know, I gotta nip this in the bud. Oh, we're not gonna get sponsorship money ever again. They can't be having our play just be beating up fans, and that's why we don't have fights now. Yeah. We used to have a lot of fights. We used to have them all through the 90s, and nobody was like, you know, all them, them 80, 78 games between the Heat and the Knicks were not fun. The rock fights, them pace of rock fight games weren't fun. Bunch of hard fouls and all that goon stuff. Like, they wanted to see that shit. Like, people want to see basketball players play basketball, not fighting. And people don't want to see black people fighting unless it's boxing or UFC. Because baseball fine hockey fine bad you know basketball like football they ain't gonna be fighting they got on pads on football violent enough as it is or basketball trust me you really want to see paul george shoot the fair one with somebody nah because i think i'll be disappointed yeah like the first time like <laughs> trust me people tell me oh i want the glory days imagine the first time somebody lock, knock out luka Doncic. i bet you i bet you fight and be banned the next day yeah, it's a bad look, especially if you, if your player goes down. <laughs> you want to see the worst? You want this is how aspect of basketball changed. I remember it was before my time. I remember seeing highlights of it. Larry Bird got jumped by Dr. J and Moses Malone. Why do I feel like I remember? I feel like I remember seeing a clip of that. Yeah, like Mo, I, either Moses was holding him and Dr. J was punching, vice versa. Can you imagine that now? You talking about Larry Bird getting jumped by two Hall of Famers? Ooh, Steph Curry getting. It was just success. No, I'm just trying to think. 
Who would it be? Zingas uh, getting jumped by like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just one of them old and the other one just tagging them. And like that's how basketball used to be. Yeah. Like White Hall of Famers just got jumped and it was no big deal. Like this is how this is how we play. Like if you did that now, shoot. Think about all the stuff. Okay, you a, you a Minnesota fan. I heard some stuff about oh they I know they were mad about Simmons like anything. I heard that Beach they got twenty games. He tried to they tried to kill our sweet son Carl Towns. Um, I heard some of that talk. Is yeah, it true? It got it got crazy. Some of the nonsense that we I was like that was I said I get it because y'all never seen like a lot of these younger fans never seen like a fight fight. So and I was like, oh that was interesting. Yeah, two games is fair. But I saw people say, "Oh, he should be suspended more than two games." And ben Simmons should be uh, suspended, suspended out, suspended the whole year because of that chokehold. I was just like, "Yeah, this is getting silly." <laughs> he out there like you know, that's a new the peacemaker. Damn. Ben <laughs> I know I would be annoyed if tomorrow he was there, calming people down with his hands, and you see him, somebody got some on that chokehold. You know what? If the shoe was another foot, I'd be annoyed too. I wouldn't be laughing, so I can understand your annoyance. But it's just laughing. That's gonna be his new nickname, the the peacemaker. Cause I just enjoy the fact that Ben Simmons is just an asshole. He's like he's Rand, he's basically Randy Orton without the racism. Like at this point, the next game, the next time we we'll play each other is March twenty fourth. They have to get on TV. Right? <laughs> oh, it will be, and they're gonna be boo and everything like that. And it's just funny because. When people ask me, I'm like, you worry about proof? Like, nah, I'm already an all-star. Y'all worry about that. I ain't worried about that shit. Like, he's so mad at fact. Like, I know I'm good. I know I can work on other stuff. But y'all be worried about that. I'm all right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. Uh, this is a man who basically said he wasted his time in college. He was only there to satisfy his one year so he get paid in the pros. And he treated like it was a joke. And he dated a Kardashian and kept his sanity. So. I ain't yeah. mad at that. I'm not bad at that. So yeah, hey, he, 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 keeping it one one hundred with y'all. <laughs> we'll close up shop this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. I we'll be talking a lot of uh, Minnesota and Cowboys because I got a strange feeling how this gonna go, and mm-hmm. I, we won't be able to talk to the Eagles. The Eagles have a bye week. You can I'm talk about. Sure. I'm sure get to we'll watch other games. Oh yeah, you get to watch more Seventy Sixers. Uh, <laughs> So we will be signing off this week. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter and Facebook. Any questions or comments, you can leave at Jeff versus the world at yahoo.com. And if you want to follow Shahid on social media, on Twitter, both mm-hmm. on Twitter and Instagram, although I've been getting a lot of people following me. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Philly drugs. That's Philly underscore drugs. I'm the same name on Twitter and Instagram. And we are out.